Hi, I'm Zach, and welcome to the IP Voices podcast. The Personal and Professional Skills course, or PPS, is a component of the IB Career-Related Program core. Each school designs and develops its own unique PPS course focused around the five themes of personal development, intercultural understanding, effective communication, thinking processes, and applied ethics. The PPS course is designed to help students develop attitudes, skills, and strategies that can be applied to personal and professional contexts, both now and in the future. Joining me in this episode are Chris Baker-Ravio, CP coordinator, and Lori Brumbaugh, personal and professional skills teacher at Champlain Park High School in Minnesota. Today, they will be sharing with us how their program is bridging students to career pathways by building transferable skills and fostering student agency through the personal and professional skills course. So Chris, as the CP coordinator at your school, would you be able to give our listeners a quick description of what the program looks like at your school? Yeah, so we are the only IB school in our district, and so that makes us unique. And we have been operating in that context for about 13 years. And in 2016, we were talking with two of our wonderful colleagues about this new program that they heard about called the IB Career Related Program. And it seemed just from the outset like a perfect fit. And we started the process for authorization in 2016. We were finally authorized in 2019. And this academic school year of 2021, we'll be graduating our first cohort of IB Career Related Program candidates. And our school, it's one of the largest schools in the state of Minnesota. We service around 3,000 students. And as a public institution with a lot of different offerings, sometimes it feels a bit overwhelming. And one of the best parts of the IB is it affords students the feeling of kind of being in a school within a school. And we currently have 50 IB career-related program students over the course of the junior and senior year. And we hope to expand that number as our programs grow and it gains traction and knowledge. So you have 50 CP students, and how many different career-related study pathways do you have? We currently offer two. We're uh, going to be expanding to, to two more. The two that we started with are pathways in education and the medical fields. Our education pathway, we partner really closely with a local technical college, and we're able to provide students with not only access to college credit, but a plethora of real-world experiences. And similarly, we are working closely with local technical and community colleges to offer students pathways in medicine, in nursing, emergency medicine, pharmacy, and sports medicine. And then looking forward, because of the success of the career program, even though we've only been operating for about a year and a half, We are expanding into the areas of cybersecurity and IT and the culinary arts. So we're really excited about next calendar year in order to kind of expand our offerings beyond what we already do. That's amazing. Hearing that the current pathways you offer are education and health in this current time, those two fields are so vital. Lori, do you want to talk a little bit about the internship program? Yeah, so the internship program is an awesome program where students apply at the end of their 11th grade year 
and they have several pieces of information they need to pull together, a resume, a letter of intention, and then they need to find a career-based employment. And our internship program staff has worked for years in developing wonderful workplace experiences for our students. And so we have students all over the board working in various medical facilities, of course, uh, uh, hospitals, nursing homes. Some are out in the community uh, riding along with an ambulance. In the education field, a lot of our students are working at our local schools in the before and after school programs. They're employed in some of the local child care centers and then also several of the schools. And we've been around long enough that we've even seen students work in a business for many years and actually buy the business as the owner retired. So it's, it's wow. really a solid program where students have embraced it and follow through for many years. That's amazing. So obviously when you started the CPA at your school, you had no idea that these fields would be going through this dramatic upheaval. How did you originally choose to select these two pathways as your starting pathways for your program? Yeah, that's a great question. I think it was important for us to analyze two things, both what does our community need and what is it that we're doing a really good job of delivering already? In the state of Minnesota and nationally in the United States, there is a large need of trained medical professionals and an incredibly large need for teachers. There's teacher shortages nationwide. And so it seemed like when we were investigating this at the early stages, those were two perfect candidates because not only was there this community need, but we're doing a really good job in our district at responding to that need. And so we have over the course of the last two decades plus developed a really robust CTE program and we actually have a CTE dedicated school within our district called STEP or the Secondary Technical Education Program. And that partners directly with local technical colleges and community colleges. And what that CTE site allows us to do is have highly trained instructors and also specific equipment for students. And so at the early stages, we looked at our robust education program that Lori coordinates and our robust offerings in medicine over at the STEP site. And we realized that combined with the state of Minnesota's deep history in both of those fields, that those were great flagship pathways to start with. And so I would say to anybody who is interested in looking at becoming a career-related program school, to focus on your community first, instead of kind of like looking out and imagining what the world needs by asking some questions about what is it that you're doing already and what is it that your community needs from future graduates. And I think once you've identified those things, then being able to talk to students about what they could do after going through a program like this is a really easy conversation because we can say, look, you graduate and these people are waiting for you. These fields are waiting for you. And so it was a clear path forward once we asked those questions. Yeah, and that actually brings me to a question I wanted to ask. I think it segues really nice. Is So how do these options in your program sort of bridge students to their post-secondary opportunities? You know, what's interesting, and I have to imagine this is true in most schools 
in the country and in the world where the last two years of high school are open in terms of potential courses and potential areas that students can start to focus. And in the IB career-related program, students follow passion in this particular career area, but then also build on that passion in these practical ways. And so in our medical pathway, for example, students can actually become certified in nursing, in emergency medicine, and in pharmacy. And that helps when we can say, all right, if you are thinking about doing a career in this field in the future, right now you can get that start. Right now you can get certified so that if this is something about entering directly in the workplace after you graduate, great. If you're interested in pursuing further post-secondary education and use this certification as a way to start working and gain experience in that way, that's awesome. But the other cool thing is that this program allows for not only that like practical experiential type of course, but also it, it ties together with the IB, right? And so students are not only learning how to become a, a nurse, they are also taking diploma level classes and they're getting rigorous subject-based courses that ask them to look at a global perspective. And so what we're finding as students are entering their senior year in this program is that they feel prepared for what life is going to throw at them, whether it's college or a future career, because now they've got skills. Now they're working on certification. Now they're challenging themselves with this rigorous course of study in a diploma program. And they're in DP classes and they're walking away feeling prepared in a unique way. And that's been something that's been really rewarding. Absolutely. I think the word that stands out the most that Chris talked about is the word passion. It's unbelievable. When I taught my very first PPS course last spring, the passion from the students has just been profound. It was unbelievable, the participation and the willingness to work hard and to challenge themselves. And the thing that I feel so proud about is that we do have a full circle program. We offer the core information, we offer the field experience, we tie in the career areas. Students just embrace this whole program and they want to participate. They want to put their best foot forward. And the work that I saw last spring was just unbelievable. I enjoyed it so much teaching the course. I think that so many of us, we want to bridge that gap for students as they go from high school to college and to the work world. And this program does all of that extremely well. And I'm excited to see where it's going to go from here. Laura, you mentioned that the students want to be a part of this. I think one of the gems of the career-related program is the PPS class, the personal and professional skills class. That is the class that I wish I had in high school because mm -hmm. I think that it would have just put me on the right step forward regardless of what my steps were after graduating high school. Can you talk, Lori, a little bit about the PPS class and how you've designed it at your school? Sure. The main thing when I designed this course, of course, after I went to the wonderful IB training, is I wanted the course to be personalized. I wanted to hone in on skills and curriculum that met the needs of the students. 
and where they were at in their career development plan. So I really wanted an intense interactive curriculum with that career discovery piece. So I spent a lot of time at the beginning of the course working with students individually and they spend time understanding their strengths, their skills. And then the big thing is relating that to their potential careers. So do their strengths, do their skills, do their main areas of emphasis foster that career area. And so I spend a lot of time doing that at the front end and I have individual meetings with students. I wanna to get to know them. What has them so driven in this area? Now, I understand, you know, over the time frame, students may change their ideas, but I love to give them that opportunity to express their feelings and their passion in their career focus. And it's amazing that they do, so many of them have a very clear path and they're on a roll to do that. In the course, I spend a lot of time with intercultural understanding. This is opened a whole new world. I bring in some wonderful speakers. We have a fabulous program that provides artifacts from all over the world that brings ideas together for students. And I also have students do a project where they look at various countries and then they really explore what a career might be like in another part of the world. And then students present that experience. So it opens up a whole new world for all those students. The other thing as we all know in communication, that is a big key of success. I also have students participate in Socratic seminars and we debate a lot of the hot topics of all the different career areas we're looking at. The other thing I've done is I really enjoy the professional context that I've developed in our community. We have a whole variety of speakers that join our class from the medical field to the human services and education career areas and others. So these professionals, they share their realistic advantages, challenges, issues, the things they face every day in the field. And students debate these topics. And of course, all of that leads to their reflective project. And being that we have a great connection in our community, students also have the opportunity to develop e-mentorships. And so they can connect with this person in the local business and institution. And they can check in periodically, monitor the student, give them some advice to the next path, the next journey, the next class. And that has been one of the greatest things is to have that experience from the community members to guide our students. So you have the personal and professional skills course to students who potentially all want to be something different when they grow up. How do you personalize a class that has so much diversity in aspirations. You key into each student. I keep notes and I connect that, you know, of course we're meeting virtually with students right now. And so a lot of our students I've only met virtually. And one of the things I try to do a lot is refer to those areas of so the student wants to be a neonatal nurse or you want to be a phi ed teacher, what it might be. I might highlight that in my lessons. 
because I know I have three students that are going into nursing, one's going into vet tech, one's going into fourth grade teaching, whatever it might be. And I constantly reinforce that and the lessons I bring to, well, if you were in a classroom, how would you handle this situation? Well, if you were in a medical facility, how would you handle that situation? So I personalize it in that way by drawing it out because I know my students and I know what they're seeking. So I'm able to expand that thought process for them to make that connection so that they can understand the possibility when they get into those career areas. That's what we want for our kids, right? We want them to enjoy their career so much that it, their career and their passions match. That's amazing. I think that what you're describing is why students who go through the PPS class form such tight bonds because it is so personalized. So going back to COVID-19, my heart breaks a little bit to hear that you've only met some of these students online. But on the other hand, I'm just so glad that they have the opportunity to still go to class. What sort of other adjustments have you made to, to online or, or hybrid learning due to COVID-19 and the challenges of this past school year? And, and how have they impacted your CP implementation? All of our classes are in an online classroom platform. Students log in every day and they participate in the class virtually. And it's fun to look at all their faces and see their feedback. And some are still a little droopy and some are ready to roll. And sometimes, you know, the, the cat walks in front of the screen. <laughs> all those things happen that didn't happen before. But one of the things I enjoy as a teacher is the immediate feedback I get. Because they're all logged in, they're all more present. And I use the chat feature a lot and I get so much more response and quicker as a teacher. If I was in the classroom and I posed a question, you know, I may be waiting. But with the chat feature, they're very accustomed to that. They're very comfortable with it and they're very quick with it. So I love that part of it. The other thing that I think is increased is the communication between teacher and student. We communicate all the time, also in our Google Classroom. So that's worked extremely well. In our education piece, we usually have an in-person field experience, but we've created a virtual field experience. And the virtual experience, students have been able to see so many different teaching styles so many different types of classroom settings from all over the country. That's bridged that gap. Where in the past, they would only be in one classroom with one set of students. And now virtually, they get an opportunity to see so many different types of educational settings. And the thing that I reinforce is to look at yourself as being in the teaching mode. You're on the other side of the desk now and you are looking at these lessons with the lens that now you're the teacher. And that has been a different mindset and mind shift for students. The other thing that I've embraced with having to teach virtually is I'm more able to pre-record lessons. Like this trimester, I teach three of the same courses. <laughs> and so sometimes those pre-recorded lessons help make sure everybody gets the same information. 
And then a lot of the things that I have changed and looked at in a totally different way is converting assignments to more of a home life setting. So students might find artifacts for a project in their home. And the other thing is I've noticed students are coordinated with their family members to complete tasks. Families are doing so much more together and they're supporting each other. The other thing that's worked well is many assignments that we would do as a presentation in class. Students can pre-record them and present them in that way. Of course, all of our tests and quizzes are online and we do have programs that students can log into and block any other internet access so that they can't search. So it's a lot more secure setting. And then the thing with our platform that we work in, we do get to have students put in various chat rooms. And as a teacher, you can jump in and listen in on the conversations and foster the lesson for the day. And that works really well. I was hesitant about that at first, but I've become a lot more comfortable with it. And the other thing is sometimes we just have virtual study sessions. That's been just unbelievable and very successful. And it has opened a whole new world in education. And I think it's the wave of the future. Chris, are you finding things to embrace as well? Yeah, and I need to say that it is just so clear to me that in addition to making sure that your programs are the right programs for your community and for student interest, having the right people is so important. And as a teacher, I think that this is one of the most frustrating and exhilarating experiences of my professional life. It's, it's frustrating in that I am somebody like Lori who loves to be in the classroom, in the mix, get to know students at that personal level and respond to the spontaneity, the art of teaching as it were. But it's exhilarating because we are able through a different platform to reinvent our practice. And so I would say that the biggest thing that I am continuously thinking about is how to push away or minimize disconnect. What COVID has done more than anything else has, has made us isolated as people. And when we're thinking about the educational context, which is so inherently social, figuring out ways to mitigate that isolation, both from the importance of it from an academic standpoint, but I would argue more importantly from a mental health and a way of connectedness standpoint of just making sure, as Lori pointed out in those wonderful examples of giving students lots and lots of opportunities to connect with each other and connect with class. And so I would say that to be a teacher at this time is to really be pushed to the outer limits of what this profession is but also it is so exciting because as Lori said, it will never be the same again. And we were able to be part of the process of watching education shift in nine months more than it probably has in two to three decades. And so just to look forward as what this means professionally, but also for our current students who are looking at careers in education, it's an inspiring place to be. Personally, this is going to make an incredibly resilient generation of people. Mm. When you think about what they've had to face in such a short amount of time, the amount of trauma they've experienced, the amount of obstacles they've had to overcome, the amount of flexibility that they've had to develop, I can't imagine a more qualified generation <laughs> as we look to problems of the future. And so 
I want to echo what Lori said, and that is working with these young people in this program is inspiring and it gives me hope for the future because if they can handle this with such grace and such dignity and with such success, then the world's in good hands. It's interesting you bring up student resiliency. I don't know if either of you have seen the Ivy just put out a new research study about student resiliency. And as you both were talking, I was thinking that the way that we are conducting this interview and the way that you're teaching <laughs> class, it's the same way that many people go to work every day. So in this strange way, yeah. by going to the PPS class, you are also learning about this other aspect of work, how to work virtually. And that kind of leads into a question of, from each of your perspectives, how does the personal and professional skills course enhance your program and your students' experience overall? I, I think that's a great question. And I think that PPS really sets the career program apart from other similar experiences. When I talk to students about why do their career-related program, I think that what I come back to is the idea that, look, you could go and get this certification or you could go and take these classes on your own and you could certainly leave with those behind you. But this course gives you a sense of agency and the sense of knowledge of self that is going to set you apart because we're not just interested in certifying you, we're interested in creating future leaders in this field. And the PPS course operates as the glue because the students in the career-related program are, are taking these hands-on technical courses. They're taking these globally focused, rigorous academic courses in the DP. And those things had the potential to be disparate experiences, if not for the PPS, which pulls the two together and really makes the two speak to each other so that a student can look inward in terms of what they're bringing to the table look outward in terms of what is going on in their future career field and be able to articulate when they're done how they could be impactful on that career path. And I'm just so excited for students in the short term, but in the long term, sitting down at a job interview and to be able to eloquently discuss not only what they can bring to the table, but their depth of knowledge about the particular career pathway that they're interested in. In fact, I'll check in with students now and again. It's like, how's it going? How, uh, what's going on in your PPS class? And a student wrote back to me not too long ago. She said, I know this is going to benefit me in the future. I want to be a nurse. And this is not just giving me specific job training. But now I, I'm conversant in ethical issues relating to the job. And that just blows my mind that here is this 17, 18 year old student who has the hands on skills, but also is able to examine this field from this meta level and be able to analyze this knowledge and, and in the future become a change agent and, and somebody who can actually change the way the field is operating. And so I think that the PPS class by first focusing inward and then focusing outward is this really transformative process. And I think that students will walk away from the career-related program having felt that this is the one class that really changed things for them. That's so well said, Chris. And in response to the question, I think a lot of it has to do with the journey. 
And one of the things when I think about that journey and I think about the IB program and the personal and professional skills course I teach, I think about that journey is accelerated. These kids are like looking at their career in a way that never have they looked at before. And the connections they make, as Chris says, learning from within and then looking outward is incredible. And even myself as a teacher, I have learned so much about different practices in careers in different cultures that I hadn't even looked at before. So that has been a great journey for me, which fuels the journey for our students. And I just see that in our daily lessons. And as I see students propelling towards finishing their reflective projects, it's just brings it all together. My last question to you is about advice that you would give fellow teachers, especially of the PPS class. <laughs> but I think the best advice is probably just listening to what you both said in the past 10 minutes. But what is the most important piece of advice you would give to, to fellow teachers of the PPS course? When I see the work that these students are capable of producing, I am so confident in the future of our world. Through the experiences of the IB career program, I can see these students being strong leaders, developers, inventors, theorists, etc. for years to come. And one of the things I love to see is that our students throw themselves into their careers, into their work, and solve the problems of the world. And through their knowledge, their resources, and now their creativity, it's so awesome to see and to be part of that. And the future is bright. When I look at what our students have done, at least in my very first course, I was so impressed. Chris, any advice? I, in my coordinator role, don't get to teach the PPS, but I get to talk with students who are taking the PPS. And I think it is just so clear that this is a transactional course that teachers in PPS, probably more than any other course they could teach, will be part of the transaction. As Lori pointed out, you are along the journey with a student of discovering things about themselves and yourself in this broad intercultural exploration of what it means to work and what it means to be in a career that is fueled by your passion. And if we could give students any gift, it's that. It's to be able to end up in a career where they love going to work, that they feel like they have personal agency when they get to work, and they know that they're making a difference. And from the coordinator perspective, watching our wonderful PPS teachers impart that experience into students is really impactful. And I'm just excited for anybody who gets to teach this class. Beautiful. I can't think of a better place to end. Chris, Lori, thank you both so much for your time, for your passion. Thanks so much, Zach, and thank you, Lori. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Lori and Chris, for your time and dedication. Please remember to subscribe to IB Voices on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else fine podcasts are streamed. 
or check out our other episodes on ibo.org slash podcast. We actually have a bunch more on the career-related program. We'll be back soon with more stories from our students, schools, educators, and more.